0: If you're a fan of adventure, or swords of awesome greatness, or masks, this week's episode is for you. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University in beautiful, wondrous, exciting, downtown, splendid West Virginia, home to some of the most extraordinary kids in all the land. You know this, for this is episode 89. Can you believe that? I've got a lot to share this week, so I'm just going to jump right in. No delaying, or rambling, or putting off. No dilly-dallying, no extended exposition. Unnecessary small talk. Let's get right to it, shall we? Are you ready? The Sword of Awesome Greatness. A sword of great power once existed. It was a golden sword. Beautifully bedazzled with rubies, the Sword of Awesome Greatness, as it had come to be known, was hidden at the top of a tall mountain, guarded by something, someone. Many men and women tried to reach the zenith and retrieve the sword. None succeeded until a boy named Levi came to town. No one thought a wee one could triumph where countless grown men and women had failed. That didn't bother Levi, for he believed in himself. Levi set out and conquered the mountain thanks to his mega-awesome climbing skills. Others before him had super-cool climbing skills, though. That, in and of itself, didn't set him apart. Indeed, Levi was successful not just because of those climbing skills— but because he was true of heart. Others before him had mostly wanted the sword for the great power it held, or to avenge an enemy, or make war, or some other reason that displeased the great keeper of the sword, its guard. Levi simply wanted it because it was super awesome. Dude, look at that super awesome sword! He said upon first spotting it and he liked to collect super cool things. There was more to his feat, though, for Levi was successful not just because of those climbing skills and his big heart. A few before him had possessed both. What put him over the edge was a secret weapon that he carried in his backpack, something no one had ever thought to bring before. Most had assumed Levi's gigantic backpack was full of weapons, or rations, or maybe camping equipment. But really, it was full to the brim with... Donuts! Donuts 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 with with sprinkles! sprinkles! You see, Levi's day job back home was the manager of Levi's Sprinkled Donut Superstore. And he didn't go anywhere without three or four or five dozen of those delicious cake treats. All these many years, the great keeper of the sword had waited for that one special person with the climbing skills, the heart and donuts with sprinkles to come along and earn the right to bear the sword of awesome greatness. Levi was clearly that person. Levi came down the mountain with an empty backpack, a full heart, a smile and a sword of great power. I wish I could say that was the end of this story, that Levi had nothing but a happy ending to enjoy from here on out. But if I said that, I'd be leaving out knowledge I have of a villain, the sword collector, on the hunt for a sword, and a boy, and a battle for more than donuts. But that is a story for another day. That is a story for next week. For now, Levi is back at work, making and selling and eating delicious donuts with sprinkles, unaware that he may soon cross paths with the sword collector. The end. For now. I'm a storyteller, not a poet, and I've many wondrous tales to tell. If I was a poet, I would probably write a poem about the importance of wearing masks in today's world. And if I did write that poem, it would sound something like this. To mask or not to mask? To wear a mask, a small sacrifice, all in all an easy task, no reason to roll the dice. A mask protects you, and those around. It's the least you can do, no need to frown. Don that covering on your face, each and every single public place. It's a way to honor the many we've lost. Show respect to neighbors, at little cost. Previous generations had to do so much more. It's our duty to do our part to win this war. And while some may fuss, you're better than that. No need to be nasty and cuss. Wear it. I pat you on the back for standing up for what's right, listening to those that know, doing all we can to win this fight so our future may brightly glow. There will soon be an end to this clash. This coronavirus we're going to smash. Hashtag wear that mask. It's important. I appreciate it. Your neighbors do too. The kid superheroes are wearing masks. I saw them. Time-traveling teens, too. And I doubt very much you've seen the kid detectives without face coverings. Even Tanner and Max, back to quantum leaping from one video game to the next, even they are wearing masks. I'm sure of it. I was playing Zelda the other day, and I spotted both of them there. I saw Tanner and Max briefly, but I know it was them and I'm 100% sure they were both wearing masks. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Get this, and this is probably too much, but I've seen Barnum the detective dog, and Cole the race car driving cat, and Turk and Porkchop, and the Bat Band wearing tiny masks, showing support to we humans. Isn't that cool? Even Mr. Brains is wearing one. That's all for this week, listeners. Tune in next week for more awesome tales of heroic kids. And as July comes to a close, August is near, and in August I have a tale, a confession, really, of the time I spotted and boarded a UFO. And September is right around the corner. September is a particularly exciting month for me. In September, just a couple of months away, we celebrate the two-year anniversary of this podcast. Two years. October will be full of semi-spooky Halloween frights, and in November, you'll hear the 100th episode of Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Just. In time for Thanksgiving, it's a number I'm honestly shocked we've reached. There are well over a thousand of you out there listening each and every week by yourself or with your family, and that number keeps growing. That is awesome. Many of you are in California, though we've had downloads in all 50 United States and in 60 countries all over the world. So wherever you are, thank you for listening. Thank you for your encouragement and support. Thank you for spreading the word. We have fun telling our stories, and I'm so glad you enjoy hearing them. And I promise you there are many, many more to come. In the meantime, be good to each other. Have a wild and wonderful and super awesome week, listeners. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might blast you into outer space. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.